The first 20 minutes are complete. Gideon to the alley. Gets low. Step through up and good! Gideon George! The second half is about to begin. Cut off on the baseline. Out to Nell. Nell open three. Into it. And scores it! Big shot! Trevin Nell! This is BYU Basketball on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. BYU trailing South Dakota 40-25 to as we begin the second half of basketball here in downtown Salt Lake City at Vivint Arena. In the Mark Pope era, BYU is 2-8, and eight, trailing by double digits. I think uh, this team believes they can get back in. They did get a couple quick hits early, get South Dakota thinking about things. One of those two in the 2-8 and eight came eight days ago in the Bahamas against Dayton. BYU down 16 to the break, won it in overtime. BYU down 15 here. We're underway here in half number two. Fuseni Traore. Opposite lane, passes down low to Gideon, knocked away and out of bounds by South Dakota. Eight, a nine-second shot clock for the Cougs. BYU here in the second half, left to right as we see it and you hear it. South Dakota right to left. We're at concourse level here at Vivint Arena. And the BYU front court is in front of us. As the Cougs go left to right. 15-foot jumper from Rudy, no, but he's fouled on the follow-through. We'll get two free throws out of it. So a nice way to cut back into the deficit. Clock stopped and two free throws early, 26 seconds into half number two. So I told you Mark Pope is a two and eight when trailing by double digits. The last time BYU trailed by exactly 15 was in February of this year. BYU trailed 40 to 25. Same score to San Francisco. Lost that game 73-59. So lost by 14 after trailing by 15 at the break. When trailing by 15 or more under Mark, BYU is 1-4. The one win, Mark called in the Bahamas with Tyson not eight days ago against Dayton. And Rudy goes 2-2 two for two on the trip. BYU cuts the deficit to 13. The Cougs have now scored six in a row, spanning halftime. 6-0 run for BYU. See what adjustments BYU's made defensively. And, you know, this is a South Dakota team that you'd think would be vulnerable to BYU getting back in this game. But they played great in the first half. The foul went to Archambault, by the way, as Camateros is stripped by Rudy. And Rudy coming the other way. A 2v3 will go Jackson Robinson oh, transition triple. No, he's short on the three. Would have been huge. Right BYU now one for 15 from deep. 50 seconds in to half number two. That would have made it a 10-point game. A whole new ball game after trailing by as many as 19. Right junction, Archambault. Out to Damani Hayes. Post-feed, Camateros. Camateros, mid-post, left. Foos knocks it away, and Rudy takes it away. Back-to-back steals for BYU. Can they convert? Rudy in the lane. The runner off the window. Nobody's fouled. He'll get two more free throws. So the Cougs are on the comeback trail. They scored the first two in the second half. Looking to score the first four in the second half and make it an 8-0 run spanning halftime. BYU trailed at 40-21. to well, South Dakota's not scored since, and BYU has a chance to make it an 8 nothing spurt from the free throw line. Rudy to the line for two. And Rudy coming into the game, an 80% free throw shooter. And just made two of two moment ago. Make it three for three now. Rudy's got seven. Double figures scoring in five consecutive coming in two today. He's not made a three today, but he has threes in seven of BYU's eight games this season. And this to make it an 8 nothing run. And Rudy, good. So, BYU, the last four of the first half, the first four of the second half, 40-29. to 29, The deficit down from 19 to 11. Here we go. I'm getting Dayton flashbacks. <laughs> BYU came out strong to start that second half. A.J. Plitzewhite, guarded by the taller Waterman on the switch. Goes right wing Bruns. Bruns to the free throw line. Open for Camateros. He got it. Just too much help. 
Jackson, you got a shooter, and Jackson completely left him. No way to recover in time. BYU needed a miss there, and now South Dakota is 9 of 14 from deep. Rudy fouled the go. Oh, offensive foul this time. Rudy called on the charge. A turnover for BYU. Rudy gets up jawing with Cruz Perro Hunt, and that'll be a turnover as BYU sees the lead go back to 14, 43-29. And it's South Dakota from deep, and BYU unable to hit from distance. That's your ball game. South Dakota 9 of 14, 27 points. BYU 1 of 15, 3 points. A 24-point differential on the arc right now. I just don't get why BYU's helping so much. They're not getting hurt in the paint. Let them score to they're getting killed from the three-point line, and yet you give a wide-open three to South Dakota. That's what got them the lead, and that's what's going to keep them in the lead. BYU's not getting hurt in the paint. Don't help off the ball so much. 64% shooting from the Yotes out of Vermilion, South Dakota. First ever meeting between BYU and South Dakota. Cruz Perro Hunt, guarded by Gideon George, goes under the screen. Now bounces out to Camateros as Waterman gets Perro Hunt, who drives, scoops, and gets fouled by Noah. It'll be free throws. Yeah, not a lot of contact there, but he kind of Noah kind of tripped him up, and so he gets the whistle. So BYU's 8-0 run spanning halftime is ended by a 3. And now two more free throws should the Yotes get them. And it'll be a 5-0 spurt the other way. Cougs had to keep that run going. And the open 3 from Camatero has just ended the momentum for BYU. Yeah, had an opportunity in transition with the missed 3. And then that charge there. So that hot start has been negated. Free throw good. Perro Hunt 3 for 3 and 16 points on the day. And it's back out to... A 15-point advantage, 44-29. This to make it 16. But not yet two minutes into half number two. Make again. Perro Hunt, perfect at the line, 4 of 4, and 13 points from the field for a 17-point day. And that 8 nothing run for BYU, answered by a 5 nothing spurt the other way. 45-29, BYU down 16. 16 was the half-point de- halftime deficit against Dayton eight days ago. Jackson Robinson to the top. Looks low, stays high, Rudy, wing left. Post-feed Foose, double-team comes. Kick out high to Jackson, touch pass Gideon for three. Nope, front rim. One for 16 from the three-point line for BYU. Two and a half in to half number two. A.J. Plitzewhite terminates, is hounded by Williams. Oh, wide open down low was Damani Hayes. Man left him, and Damani Hayes with the easiest two he'll ever make. It's a 6-0, make it a 7-0. South Dakota spurt after BYU went on an 8 nothing runs. Back out to an 18-point deficit. 47-29. The BYU gains are gone. Oh, the pick and roll low. Bobbled by Foose out of bounds. Turnover number 7 for BYU and just like that. Not even 3 minutes in, South Dakota's reasserted itself here at Vivint. That should have been an easy play just like South Dakota had. Great play, good pass and Foose just fumbled it out of bounds. Pocket pass bobbled. And now Perro Hunt gets Richie into a foul and Saunders on a reach picks up his fourth. Yeah, I mean, this defense is not working for BYU. They can't uh, stay with South Dakota on the dribble, and so then they have to help, and then then they get way behind, and you're getting open looks. I think you just have to go to a a half-court trap, full-court press, do something different, uh, zone, whatever it is, but whatever you're doing right now is not working. Richie sits on four points and four fouls. Go to a zone out of the out-of-bounds. Three minutes in, and BYU's down 18. Turnover, South Dakota, bobbled into backcourt, over and back. BYU will take it over. 16.53 to play here at 
Viventurina, and BYU had an 8-0 run spanning halftime to cut a 19-point deficit to 11. Then the Comateros wide open three. It's all South Dakota since. 7-0 run started with that three-pointer from Comateros. Rudy Williams, three-point land. Left to Jackson, top of the key. Missed the three, offensive rebound. Foose collects on the baseline. BYU now one of 18 from deep. Make it one of 17, beg your pardon. Dallin Hall in the corner right side. Crosses over. Will drive Bruns into the alley. Step through and miss it at the rim. Another short miss, rebounded by Hayes. 47-29, Yotes leading BYU 16-20 to play here at Viventurina. Oh, beautiful reverse lay-in, driving the baseline. Hesitation move by Cruz Perrohunt. And for the first time today, BYU's down 20. 49-29. It's a 9-0 South Dakota run after an 8-0 BYU run. Gideon George charges his man over with 16-09 to play. It's another turnover for BYU. Turnover number 8, and on Gideon, that's going to be foul number 4. And he'll be out of the game, too. Now two guys with four now, Gideon and Richie. And this is this is getting butt-kicking territory here. I mean, you talk about coming back. Well, at some point, it's just going to be too big a deficit. You better turn it around right now. 16.09 to go. And BYU got back in the game. It was 40-29 to a couple of minutes ago. Now it's a 9-0 South Dakota run. Coach Pope pleading his case about something on the floor. I'm going to go to the monitor, but... Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they're going to go to the monitor, look something. Of course, we don't know what it is being up here. Um, teams will revert to their benches for a little bit. Rudy Williams made the first four free throws of the second half for BYU to make it 40-29. to 29. Since then, nine in a row. For the South Dakota Coyotes, head coach Eric Peterson, former Craig Smith assistant at both South Dakota, at all of Utah, at South Dakota, Utah State, and Utah. And this is an official's timeout. It's not taking, they're not taking a full media break, so we'll still stay here with it with 16.09 to play, Mark. Most of the shots that South Dakota's gotten here, two wide open layups and a wide open three, so BYU not making it difficult on the Coyotes. Now they're bringing out chairs. Okay, we'll take a full media break at 16.09 to play. We're at Vivint Arena, and the score is 49-29. South Dakota running away from BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to the Built Bar courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Athletics would like to recognize Breeze for being today's game sponsor and thank them for being an important part of our team. Breeze Airways, the official hometown airline of BYU Athletics. The South Dakota Coyotes out of the Summit League coming to Salt Lake City as game one of a two-game Western Road trip. They'll play Air Force on Tuesday and looking to send themselves into Colorado Springs off an impressive Salt Lake City springboard. 49-29, BYU uh, BYU trails the Coyotes. And BYU's only lead in this game came at 8-7. A one-point lead is all BYU had at its best. And now South Dakota's up a game-high 20 on a game-long 9-0 run. And marked a 9-0 South Dakota run, followed an 8-0 spurt for BYU to get back in the game. Yeah, so I don't know what any of the review came out of nothing. Looks like South Dakota will have the ball. BYU now in a full-court pressure to try and get some excitement going. But 
it has, uh, has not turned out how they'd like to. And this is a team that prides themselves, Greg, on not giving up and getting back into games. So far, not so good. Yeah, BYU's not lost a double-digit game yet this season. They've been down double digits plenty of times, but find a way to rally and get back in the game. A.J. Plitzewhite cut off at the right elbow. He's open for the jumper, so he turns around and shoots it short. Comes off the iron to Fuseni Traore, and Fus down floor. Gives to Rudy Williams, left wing, to Jackson Robinson. Fus. Mid-alley left feed out to the right wing to Gideon. Gideon into the black painted area. Squeezes a pass out to Dallin Hall for a big three that goes. It's a Mountain America Credit Union three-pointer for Dallin Hall and BYU. And the Cougs make it a 17-point game. 49-32. Mountain America Credit Union three-pointer. Second one of the day for BYU. A trap at the timeline. Forces a turnover. And Foose into front court. Dallin Hall to Gideon George for another three. There it goes. Back-to-back threes for BYU. And the Cougs get within 14, 49-35. Six in a row, the press creating turnovers. couple threes finally go after one threes all game. They hit two within seconds. And BYU now on three of 19 three-point shooting. And in front court, what do we have? Time Time out. Time out taken. So we will take the break. South Dakota calls timeout. We are taking a full media timeout with 14.50 to play. BYU trying to get back in it. It's a 14-point game. South Dakota 49, BYU 35 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, for more BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans, you can line up every candy bar you can think of and come see why everybody's saying, I'd rather have a built bar. Call it a candy bar, call it a protein bar. Either way, healthy is tasty. Finally. And finally, BYU makes back-to-back threes. It's uh, BYU on three of 19 shooting from deep, but back-to-back triples make a 6-0 run as BYU takes a 20-point deficit and whittles it to 14 with still 14.50 to play here at Vivint Arena. And South Dakota just called the timeout. And finally, BYU shifts up the defense a little bit, which led to two turnovers, which led to those two threes. So doing a little something different and uh, getting different results. Go figure. BYU down 40-25 to 25 at halftime. Has made it a 49-35 game here in the second half. A.J. Plitzewhite guarded by Dallin Hall near the half-court stripe. Straight away to Bruns. Right wing Plitzewhite. Plitzewhite. A ball fake it. Drive it. Stop at 10 feet. Open three. Top of the key. And off the iron. The rim and no good. But an offensive rebound by Tassos Camateros. Camateros resets to Plitzewhite. Three-point range right. Low they go to Burchill. Burchill to Camateros in the running lay in reverse and good. Now Richie didn't get the rebound. He should have had. And then he, his man goes back door for an easy layup. Tough se- sequence there for Richie. Off a three-point miss. And those have been rare today for South Dakota. Now 9 of 15 from deep. Richie Will- Rudy Williams, top of the key. Right wing Jackson Robinson. Back to Rudy straight away. He'll fake it. Drive it. Hand off low to Foose. Another bobble out of bounds by Foose on a post Shoot feed. it, Richie. Shoot it. He beat his man and had a little floater. And he... Tried to make a tough pass to Foos. So 51-35. South Dakota's lead 16 with 14.03 to play. BYU presses in backcourt. Jackson, or Gideon George trails Burchill to the front court. Left wing Cruz Perro Hunt. Straight away Plitzewhite. Plitzewhite left wing Bruns. Paul Bruns. On a 10-point first half, Cruz Perro Hunt on a 19-point day. Perro Hunt, top of the perimeter. 
Blitzer White's pass is deflected out of bounds by Dallin Hall right in the face of the South Dakota point guard, A.J. Plitzowite. Significant knee injury kept him out for 600 days of calendar time. And then once he gets in the season, played really well. And then hurt uh, a knee two games ago, missed two games. Comes in averaging 13 points, three rebounds, two assists a game. A 33-point game against Lipscomb on his season resume. It's a sideline send-in for Max Burchill, the Sioux Falls, South Dakota native. Scoreless on this day, coming off an eight-point game in the non-Division One game on Monday night. Burchill, sideline send-in, bounces to Mika Carmona. Carcana, beg your pardon, to Plitzowite. Plitzowite elbow jumper, no. And a rebound ricochets to Trey Stewart. Down floor, Gideon George. Gideon playing with four fouls to the trailer, Trey Stewart. Now Dallin Hall, three-point range right to three-point to Gideon George. Misses the three right side. And out of bounds off of South Dakota. BYU basketball will stay. So 51-35, BYU down 16. We have 13-23 to play here at Vivint Arena in downtown Salt Lake City. BYU basketball brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Dallin Hall is the trigger man. Into Jackson Robinson. Three-point land left corner. Now mid-post left to Atiki Ali Atiki. To the right wing, Gideon George. Gideon spins into the paint. Kicks it out to Dallin Hall with an eight-second shot clock. Dallin will drive to the rim and up and miss the shot at the rim. He gets fouled to get two free throws, but nearly a three-point play chance for BYU. The foul to South Dakota, and Dallin Hall goes to the stripe. Dallin shooting 46% is all on his free throws for the year. So there's a 46%, a 20%, and a 20% among BYU's three-point numbers coming into the day. Dallin, two of his last seven free throws. And now three of his last eight. He went 0 for 4 in the Dayton game. Make there. Good for him. BYU makes it a 15-point game. 51-36. Noah Waterman will check back in for BYU. Gideon will come out. Gideon's been playing with uh, four fouls in this one. And you just have to, to play him as much as you can, but he'll get a little break. Second free throw for Hall is good. Good to see a couple go for Dallin. Full court pressure. Going to get Dallin right off the bat with a whistle. So a backcourt foul on, foul on Hall. That's five team fouls here in the second half against BYU. to 3 for South Dakota. The South Dakota lead is 14. 51-37. to 37, 13-08 to play. Can BYU make it 10 or fewer by the 10-minute mark? Burchill trapped at the half-court line. Left wing, Archambault. Archambault, Burchill. Burchill to the right wing on the Vivint Arena logo. Cruz Perro-Hunt. Left wing, Archambault. Back to Perro-Hunt. Deep three right side. Strokes it. That was NBA and then some. Cruz yeah, Perro-Hunt. He's, he's been awesome. A nearly career day. 22 for Cruz Perro-Hunt. His career high is 25. Slip screen outside the alley left to Waterman. Waterman a head fake as he leans back and into Burchill. Leans into Burchill. Now a step through and a travel turnover. Ten turnovers for BYU to ten for South Dakota. 54-37. Every time BYU makes a run or a mini run, it's a three the other way to end it. Yeah, and then they compound that with the turnover. And it's just hard to get any big momentum going. The crowd, I think, wants to get going and cheer. But two steps forward, one step back. Or, two, or, or one step Forward, two steps back maybe in this game. 
South Dakota in front court, leading by 17. The game-high lead for the Yotes has been 20. They can equal it should they get a three on this possession. And the Yotes very much at home outside the NBA three-point line today. There have been some swishes from very deep. Plitzewite somehow gets a pass low to Burchill. Burchill, Carcana, Carcana turning it over in the post, and BYU on the other way. 11 turnovers for South Dakota to BYU's 10. Noah will ball fake the three, drive it handoff to Atiki, stripped on his way up. Oh, an offensive foul. They call it on Noah on the follow-through? Noah tried to not do it. It looked like he succeeded, but... So, team foul number seven, timeout on the floor. And it'll be South Dakota shooting one and one the rest of the way. With still 11.57 to play here in the second half. 54-37, timeout on the floor. South Dakota basketball after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Utah Valley will be BYU's next opponent. That'll be Wednesday in Provo. Right now in Orem, they are hosting Long Beach. It's halftime, and Long Beach with a one-point lead at 45-44 over the Wolverines. Back to Vivint and Greg Rebell. Thank you, Shep. Thank you, Shep. Speaking of uh, Utah Valley, just to give you an idea where South Dakota and Utah Valley are in terms of caliber of opposition, South Dakota, who leads BYU by 17, is ranked 227 in Ken Palm. Utah Valley is top 150 in Ken Palm at 149. Utah Valley beat BYU last year in Orem. They'll have the Cougs in Provo on Wednesday night. Yeah, there may not be any Division I teams that are a given for BYU this year. See if they can get back in this one. Down 17, under 12 to play. We're backing out of timeout. Cruz Perro Hunt having an exceptional day. 22 points, including 4 for 4 from deep. Plitzel yeah, White, left he's, side. He's been really, we're worried about Plitzel White. He's playing a lot, but he's not hurting BYU. Mihai Karkana turns it over in the post. Robinson ahead to Rudy Williams. Rudy, ooh, nearly a carry. Gets it out to Waterman for three. No, short on the three. And the Jeez. rebound to A.J. Plitzel White. Noah is 0 for 3 from deep. BYU 3 for 21 from the three-point line. And the Cougs still down 17. A good show and go from Burchill. He'll stop in the mid-post right out to Archambault. Big three again. That is three-pointer number 11 for South Dakota on the left wing. And it's a 20-point game again. 57-37. The post feed results in a tie-up as Atiki and Burchill wrestle for the ball. And Atiki and yanking the ball away sends Burchill to the floor. And now the officials blow whistles and separate teams. Send to benches. And we may get a review look here. This with 11.03 to play. As Atiki got tied up with Burchill, as he yanked the ball away, Burchill went spinning to the floor. But BYU's down 20 for the second time at 57-37. to 37, And, of course, it would be on a three. So, South Dakota, over its last two games, 30 minutes of basketball, 33s. <laughs> Not even 30 minutes of basketball. 11.03 left to play here in the second half. They had 19 threes Monday, 11 here, 33 pointers for the week. 11 for 17 for the Oats to BYU's 3 for 21, and that is the story of this one. Yeah, so unless they call something else here, that was a jump ball, was the official call, beat South Dakota basketball. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really having a hard time with this one because it's not a secret what South Dakota wants to do. They just hit 19 threes in a game, the game before they play you. How can that not be? Your, do everything we can to stop the three-point shot. And it's not even so much that they're, they're making open shots, but they're getting so many looks. I mean, it, 
Uh, it, that, that's a head scratcher to me. I'm, I'm, I need to go to therapy to try and understand that one. I, I just don't get it when you have a team that that's what they do and then you let them do it. That doesn't make sense. BYU Basketball brought to you by Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. BYU looked like they could start to trust their three-point shooting. In the Dayton game, they had 13 threes in the comeback, right? I think it was 13 threes there and then 19 threes in their next game. But today... Just cannot find one from deep. Three of twenty-one. I thought that I thought they were finding it. They hit the two in a row, which was you know getting everybody excited, and then haven't made any since then. Three for what twenty-one in this one. That's that's really rough, and it's it's just so strange again to see it happen after what BYU did last time with nineteen in this same building just four days ago. Now they just cannot make a three. It's crazy. Now we've been in a lengthy delay as they've been sitting at the monitor. To look over the Atiki and Burchill scrum or dust up. And it came just on a player being thrown to the floor on a fight for a rebound. Now Randy McCall is conversing with both coach Eric Peterson and Mark Pope about the adjudication. We have 11.03 to play. And South Dakota leading BYU by 20 points at 57-37. to Probably end up being a double technical or nothing. I, di- I didn't see a lot. I mean, there was some foul on a, a Tiki. Sorry, I thought I heard double technical. Yeah. The Tiki was the guy, and then... So a Tiki Ali Atiki would pick up his first foul, and Birchu will pick up his third foul, I believe. And it'll be South Dakota out of bounds after all of that. So... BYU forcing a near turnover as they deflect a pass cross-court on the baseline by Rudy. It'll be off of Rudy, and South Dakota will do it again. Three seconds go off the clock. Yeah, so Birchill picks up his third. What that does, too, is put BYU at seven team fouls, and the Yotes will shoot one and one now. And the Yotes made all three of their one and ones in the first half. Bruns into front court as South Dakota easily handles the press. Archambault, three-point range left. BYU zoning it, I think, falling into his own. Trey went for the steal, popped it into backcourt. A deflection that the Yotes recover. Archambault, left wing Bruns. Bruns will ball fake it, drive it baseline. is shot blocked by Trey, by uh, Jackson Robinson. And then ricochets to Rudy Williams. So one on two the other way for Rudy. Rudy will Euro to the rim, up and in. Rudy Williams. We'll call that a money moment of the game for BYU. Brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with All Pro Capital. And then a three the other way. And a good, again, three <laughs> for Paul Bruns. His first three of the second half. He's got 13, three threes on the day. And the uh, Yotes answer a two with a three and go up by a game-high 21. A steal for Burchill coming the other way. And he'll get into the paint. Have a knocked out of his hands. Recollect and send out to Plitzelwhite on the three-point line. And then Plitzelwhite's fouled behind. And it's one and one with 9.59 to go. And so free throws for A.J. Plitzewhite, an 83% free throw shooter. And that is three-pointer number 12 on the day for South Dakota. 12 threes for the Coyotes, three threes for the Cougars. And BYU's not been in this game for too much of this game. 60-39, BYU down 21 with 9.59 to play here at Vivint Arena. And BYU's 17-game Vivint win streak is in a dire jeopardy as BYU had made its won its last 17 games in downtown Salt Lake City. Plitzel White with a front end miss. 
the first front end miss for the Coyotes on the day. Cougs will take that. And into front court, Gideon, transition three, in and out. Offensive reset off the rebound by Stewart. To Rudy will take the three, top of the key, and that's good. Rudy Williams with another Mountain America Credit Union three-pointer for BYU. And the Cougs get within 18, 60-42. BYU's fourth three on the day. Three coming after halftime. Rudy with 13. Nice game from Rudy. And they'll call traveling in backcourt on the pressure. So it's all... It's got to happen now. There's no more time. You hit a big three, you got to turn over. If it's going to happen, it's got to, everything has to go pretty, pretty much right for you from here on out. Cruz Perro Hump will check in, and Paul Bruns will check out. South Dakota coming in 4-4 four and four on the year. One-on-one on a neutral floor. Rudy Williams accelerating down the lane, leans back, short on the shot, offensive rebound. Noah couldn't squeeze it up, knocked out of his hands, and Tassos Camateros takes it away. Uh, tough shot, but it looked like Noah should have been able to come up with that one. He doesn't get it. Cometeros into front court. Right wing Burchill to A.J. Plitzewite. A hometown boy out of Vermilion, South Dakota. Three-point range right. And no look in the left corner to Cruz Perro Hunt. Perro Hunt. Baseline jumper left, didn't get to the rim. Ends up in the hands of Gideon George. A four-on-three for BYU Gideon. Top of the key. And low to Foose, and they're going to wave it off. Foose <laughs> makes the shot, but they'll call the foul on the floor before Foose got up with it. And that'll be foul number five on the Yotes. And BYU basketball out of bounds with 8.52 to play here at Vivint Arena. BYU had been 22-4 and four in this building before today. If the Kooks can't mount a significant and stirring comeback, it'll drop to 22-5 and five in BYU's 17-game Downtown Salt Lake City win streak will come to an end. Last team to beat BYU here was Michigan State, a top 10 Michigan State team 15 years ago. There's a 500 South Dakota team giving BYU a very uh, challenging experience here at Vivint. Waterman 3. Waterman 3. Well, Mountain America Credit Union 3-pointer right side. BYU within 15. have cut 6 points off the lead. 6-0 run. 8.35 to go. South Dakota front court transition triple. Yeah, it's in and out. Oh, a big, big miss for Paul Bruns. Looked to be down. It popped out. And the Cougs have the rebound. Can they stage that comeback? Waterman to the left end line. Pulls it out to the perimeter. BYU with four threes after halftime. Now five for 24 on the day. Dallin Hall will jab it. Take it top of the key. Jump a pass in the paint to Foose. Foose is doubled. Lobs it out to Richie. In the air. Touch pass to Dallin. Dallin will drive it. Scoop it and miss it at the rim. And then Foose out of bounds off of Torreira at South Dakota basketball. Mm. A lot of time in that possession goes off and you come up empty. Not a bad shot from Holly. Miss it. Looked like Foose had it and maybe fought with Waterman. Both had position and it goes off BYU. That was a big possession to go empty. You're making a run at them. You get, you get a big miss from three. They hadn't missed a lot. Come down and uh, no no points and 30 seconds off the clock. South Dakota from back to front in four court. Bruns turned it over on a pass to Archambeau and Waterman comes away to Stewart. Lead to Dallin Hall. Dallin Hall blocked off the window. It'll be a goaltend and count the two for Dallin Hall. More importantly, BYU gets within 13. Timeout on the floor. 7.51 to go. The Cougs have less than eight minutes to make up a 13-point deficit, but they are on an 8-0 run for the second time in the second half. We're taking a break. South Dakota 60, BYU 47 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
to Mark Durant and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, for more BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU basketball sponsored by Fillmore Spencer. Fillmore Spencer, Utah County's favorite local law firm, can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, attorneys at law, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. BYU fell down by as many as 21 here in the second half, but they've gone on 8-0 run. BYU spanned halftime with an 8-0 spurt. Then South Dakota answered with a 9-0 run to widen the lead earlier in this half. And here we go, rally number two for BYU, 60-47. Yotes lead the Cougs with 7.45 to go. South Dakota in front court, right side, Tassos Kamateros to A.J. Plitzowite, 40 feet away on the right side. Plitzowite picks up his dribble and gives it up to Cruz Perro Hunt. Perro Hunt, three-point land left into the back play at black painted area and his runner in the paint is no good rebounded by Gideon George knocked away by Cruz Perro Hunt saved in but to Waterman deflects to Foose after all that down floor Gideon transition Gideon. three no off the rim Dallin Hall great offensive rebound Dallin hands off to Foose Foose right at the rim missed the shorty and Tassos Camatero grabs the carom well, uh, those, those are just killer point blank and now a foul that might be five for Gideon and that's ball game for Gideon he will foul out and put the Yotes at the line for one and one on team foul number oh nine. Oh my goodness chance for a t- ten point lead with the missed three but then you get the rebound a chance for you know get a bucket you're down 11 point still blank. plenty of time and Gideon George is not getting up now he's being helped to his feet and will uh, hobble to the sideline He'll be okay. Pretty much as much frustration and exhaustion as anything else. And he will have a seat, having just fouled out. And it'll put A.J. Plitzewite at the free throw line. Now, he missed a front end a moment ago. It's the only front end miss for South Dakota today. 7.09 to go. BYU down 13, 60-47. And the Cougs still on an 8-0 run. As South Dakota's turned it over four times... In the last four minutes, and Plitzewhite misses again a front end. And the Cougs are hanging around. Yeah, they've missed you know, multiple opportunities, but yeah. BYU's missed, had two possessions where they've had layups and didn't score. The threes and the free throws are being missed by South Dakota. Trey Stewart, massive three, air ball long from the left. But South Dakota taps out, can't save in. Cougs catch a break. BYU with a three, if it comes on this possession, gets to within ten. It's 60-47 to 47 with 6.53 remaining at Vivint Arena here in downtown Salt Lake City. Jazz and Trailblazers on this floor in less than four hours. Coyotes are helping BYU, but BYU not helping themselves. A jump pass from Hall to Waterman. Three-pointer. Waterman. Waterman's at home. Splash for Waterman. This and is the Cougs make it a 10-point game. And here we go, 60-50 to 50 with 6.44 to go. Timeout on the floor. A 30. We'll stay right here with it. 30-second timeout called. I believe by the Yotes, right? The Coyotes call that? I'm sure, yeah. They, yeah. they want to think about it. Yeah, they, this full court pressure and the zone defense has helped BYU. Uh, the, uh, South Dakota not getting a bunch of looks now from three, and the ones they're doing, they're missing, and, and BYU finally finding their stroke, and it's a whole different game. BYU's turned the momentum here. question is, you got enough time. You know, six minutes, that's enough time, but BYU's got to take advantage of these opportunities. BYU, in the first half, had one three. They have five after halftime. South Dakota had eight in the first half. I'll say just four after halftime. BYU's made more threes than USD or South Dakota in the second half. 
BYU fans, home is where you get to do your thing, and whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs for guaranteed year-round pest protection. Visit SalaPest.com. That's S-A-E-L-A Pest.com. South Dakota basketball. You you don't have your one of your best press defenders in Gideon George. 60 to 50. BYU's gone from down 21 to down 10. Oh, it should have been a travel for Cruz Perro Hunt. There was no That's a travel. No <laughs> travel called. Instead, it's a tie-up. And on the tie-up, it's BYU wow. basketball on the arrow, but he split the defenders and then picked dri- up the basketball. He, he picked it up, then he split the defenders and started dribbling, so he couldn't pick it up again. And almost like he was waiting yeah. for someone else to touch it. Maybe BYU did touch it, but regardless, BYU get the ball, but they lose that possession arrow. So 6.31 to go, and on what could have been double dribble or travel, it ends up being a tie-up and an arrow. Now in another official's timeout and another video review, what would they be looking at now? So the arrow to BYU with 6.31 to go, and the Cougs are on an 11-0 run. The longest run from either team today is the one on which BYU finds itself currently 11-0 since South Dakota went up by 21 at 60-39. to The Cougs have scored 11 straight and make it a 10-point game and have the basketball with 6.31 to go. Maybe a clock issue. Not sure what they're looking at as the call is BYU on the arrow. Now, and it's not, not anything they can review as far as traveling and, and stuff. So we'll see what they say. South Dakota making a big mistake here, Greg, in that half-court pressure. They never cross half-court in that corner because BYU's got two guys waiting for you. Then, then they've got the sideline and the half-court line, and it, they're basically boxing you in. So never get sucked into dribbling across the, the half-court line to get that trap. you got to pass it out of that. You can't get yourself stuck, and South Dakota makes a mistake there. I almost get away with it there without the turnover, but BYU will have possession. Both BYU and South Dakota playing their fourth game in seven days. Or both did play four games in seven days with their Thanksgiving tournaments. South Dakota picked third in the 10-team Summit League. BYU picked third in the 10-team West Coast Conference. Randy McCall and the officials back at the monitor again. Still, we've got a number of lengthy delays here today going to the video. Just don't know what they could be reviewing unless it's some kind of action after the jump ball that we didn't see that they're looking at. The call was the, the jump and BYU possession. This all was 6.31 to play. Here at Vivint Arena in downtown Salt Lake City. 11-0 run, part of a larger 13-3 spurt. And South Dakota is having turnover trouble now. 17 on the day with five coming in the last five minutes. BYU basketball brought to you in part by JCW's. Dinner after the game at JCW's includes something for everybody. From burgers to wings, shakes to salads. JCW's quality and a lot of it. In Lehigh, American Fork, Provo, South Jordan, and Harriman. And again, Randy calls the two head coaches to the scorer's table to outline his findings. He's taken a while to, to outline. I'm not seeing a reaction either from either coach on this yet. BYU's been outshot today from the field and the arc. BYU has the better three-point number, or rather a better free-throw number, beg your pardon. <laughs> like, what? what? Yeah. BYU has the better free-throw number at 10 of 11. South Dakota, 8 for 12. The Cougs have put a dent into the three-point dominance from South Dakota today. They're going to shoot technical. I think maybe... 
as they had the jump ball that maybe an elbow was thrown as they were fighting for that basketball. So Dallin Hall, interesting, it's Hall that's shooting, will shoot free throws plus possession. So this is a massive stage of the game. It's a 10-point game, and BYU have free throws and the basketball at point of interruption. Wow. So Dallin Hall. Five-point play, knock on wood for BYU. Free throw good. It's a single-digit game for the first time in a long time. First time here in the second half, certainly. Mm, One for two on the trip. BYU, last time BYU was down nine, was at 27 to 18. Now they gave BYU two points on the scoreboard, not taking one off. So it's a nine-point game for the first time since it was 27-18. That came with 6.36 to play in the first quarter. So BYU within single digits for the first time since. 6.36 remained in half number one. Half number one. Trey Stewart from the arc to the paint to the rim and short on the lay-in. And South Dakota grabs the rebound on a loose ball foul. Trey got right to the 10 and couldn't find the two. And then a foul and a chance for two the other way on team foul number 10. That's two free throws. So the free throw missed by Hall to make it eight. And then the lay-in missed to make it six. And now it can be double digits again as South Dakota goes to the other end. Wow. That's, wow. A, that's a wide open layup. Uh, and somehow didn't go. That's hard to swallow that one. Great move. Just did not finish it. Paul Bruns. Free throw make. And it's two free throws the rest of the way for South Dakota. The Cougars had their opening mark. They had their moment. Yeah. They had that kind of second group in which surprised me at this stage in the game they do check back in Foos and Williams Bruns is second and two for two and he's gone Man. four for four at the free throw line a three point swing there in a critical time 17 for Bruns Dallin Hall to the top of the key 610 to play the high low on the pick and roll to Foos and he lays it up and in 62-53 BYU within nine once again Plitza White trapped near the timeline. Oh, and turns it over. No, they'll say BYU deflected out to the far boundary. BYU defending to our left, taking it left to right. South Dakota in front court goes right to left. It's BYU down nine, 62-53, and still 6.01 to go. Trey Stewart in, Dallin Hall out. Dallin Hall will sit on 10 points, two off a career high. Camateros from the elbow to Plitza White, right wing. Burchill, Camateros, Plitza White, and now an open three left corner and a miss, a spin out from Cruz Perro Hunt. BYU the carom in the other way. Noah mm. Waterman, top of the arc, won't take it. Rudy, top of the arc, will take it. 4-3, and it's an air ball out of bounds. Again, it's an NBA three. He's back of the NBA line, and he had no one in front of him. He could have been much closer on that shot, and that's not a close miss for Rudy, and the ball goes out of bounds in South Dakota the other way. Could have been six, but not even close. Burchill sees it deflected out of bounds off of BYU in front court. 5.29 to go. BYU within single digits. Again, they've had double-digit deficits frequently this year, but they never lose a game by more than you know, five, six, seven. That's kind of been BYU's M.O. as they kind of stay in the game all the way to the end. A very resilient team. Jackson in the game for Noah. Noah's hit a couple. You might want to keep him on the floor. BYU's worst margin of defeat, seven points at San Diego State. Plitzel White navigating his way down the alley left. Out to Burchill. Burchill terminates. 
Three-pointer. Right corner. Missed by Cruz Perro Hunt. I make it by wrist by Paul Bruns and the rebound the other way to Rudy. Rudy to Foose. Foose, Rudy, top of the key. Rudy into the black painted area. Richie Saunders. Richie Saunders left corner. Three-pointer in and out. And Perro Hunt has the rebound. Under five to go now. And BYU's down nine. Cooks had their chances, Mark, late in the game. Have had and still have. They're getting stops, getting turnovers. Just can't knock down a shot. Blitz of white straight away. It took a while, but South Dakota finally cooled down from three. Now 12 for 21. Bruns, left wing. Cruz Perro Hunt splits the D, gets to the rim, missed the lay-in, and oh. kind of drew a foul. He'll get two free throws out of it. It's bailed out last second. Trey Stewart has his fourth foul. And Cruz Perro Hunt on a 22-point day is three points shy of tying his career high and can get within one of that number now with two free throws made. So Cruz Perro Hunt averaging 10 points per game, 22 on the day. He's been terrific. 23 on the day. He's 5 for 5 at the free throw line. A 71% free throw shooter coming in too today, but perfect on this day. Dallin Hall, Rudy Williams, Richie Saunders, Jackson Robinson, Fuseni Traore, the Cougar lineup. Cougs home to Utah Valley on Wednesday after a five-game stretch of neutral floor games. BYU with a loss today would fall to 5-4. and four, And South Dakota with a win would go to 5-4. and four. Cruz Perro Hunt and 2-2 two for two for the New Zealander. 24, one off a career high. And double-digit lead for the Yotes. The Coyotes lead the Cougs 64-53. to Richie Saunders, top of the arc. Dallin Hall outside the left elbow. Takes a hit in the paint. It'll be free throws, one and one. Or the shot went up. A.J. Plitzewite picks up his third foul. So foul number seven and one and one for Dallin Hall, the freshman out of Plain City, Utah, Fremont High School. Is averaging 10.5 points per game in his last two, and he's sitting right at 10 today. He's five for his last 11 free throws. That won't be good enough. He needs two here. BYU desperately needs these free throws. Miss on the front end, and the rebound to Max Burchill. So back-to-back misses for Dallin Hall at the free throw line after making his first three, and BYU's down 11, 64-53. too bad. They could have easily come back in this game just... Not making layups, not making free throws. Max Burchill will drive to 10 feet. Kick out to nice. Perro Hunt. Steal by Richie on the boundary. Head to Dallin Hall. Two on Moma Stewart. Dallin Hall to the rim. Blocked at the rim. No foul. Oh, and man. South Dakota the other way. And with now 3.50 to play, BYU's down 11, 64, 53. And the Yotes shoot two the rest of the way. BYU still in one and one territory. A.J. Plitzewhite. Left wing, Archambeau. Back to Plitzewhite. Jabbing from NBA distance. Won't take it. Archambeau will split defenders. Lean in. Finger roll. Miss it wide right. Tip no good. Rebound, Foose. And the Cougs clear with three and a half to go. Trey Stewart front court left side. Now top of the three-point line. Picks up his dribble and goes left wing to Richie Saunders. Stripe extended. Richie step back. Won't take it. Drops instead to Foose. Foose accelerates to the middle. Jump hook is off the iron. Another miss for BYU. And that might about... Spell this one. 64-53, and South Dakota can get well under three minutes here. Take some time off the clock unless they're fouled. Plitzewhite crossing over Dallin. Dallin trailing Plitzewhite. Stewart, steal. Nice steal by Trey. Trey will drive it to the rim and drop it over the 10 for two. BYU within nine, and still 2.54 to go. There's time. There's time. We have a timeout on the floor. This will be a team-called timeout, so we'll take it at the under four. 
2.53 to play. BYU hanging around. Can they do it? They've got under three minutes to do it. 64-55, South Dakota by nine on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Utah Valley trailed by a point at halftime. They're now under eight minutes to go in Orem. Utah Valley is pulled ahead of Long Beach State 71-58. Back up to Vivint Arena, home of the Utah Jazz, and rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Jason. BYU trying to come back from down nine with 2.53 to play. And uh, Mark Durant, the Cougs will rue some close-in misses, some free-throw misses, as they really made this an interesting ball game late. It still is, but yeah. the Cougars could have been right there at this point. That defense was terrible in the first half, but it's much better in the second half. Now the offense letting them down a little bit in this comeback effort. Archambeau front court right side. Bisects two defenders, drives and kicks out to Max Burchill. Again, the Yotes happy to use the clock, spinning to the rim and passing out of it is Burchill to Plitza White for three, misses the three, and Foose the rebound, outlet Rudy. Rudy down floor. Left wing. wing transition. No, Waterman won't take it. Rudy won't take it. He'll drive it. He'll get hit. He'll get free throws, one and one, on team foul number eight. South Dakota from the three-point line in the second half, four for nine. BYU five for 15. I don't know what Waterman's waiting for. He's made a couple. He's been the best shooter on the three-point line for BYU this half. Passes out of it. Mount Williams, another critical front end. Got to earn him here. 64-55. Rudy makes the front end. Five for five for Rudy. He's had a pretty nice game, 14 points. Seven-point game with two and a half is, I mean, not that it's nothing, but it's it's... Certainly yeah. really doable. Really doable. I mean, it has to bounce your way a little bit, but that's very doable. So Rudy, second free throw. BYU within eight, 64-56, 64-57. So BYU, which was down 15 at halftime, eight days after coming back from down 23 to win a game, are on the comeback trail here in Salt Lake City. Mason Archambault straight away. Plitza White and now Burchill. Back to Plitza White between the rings straight away. Seven-point game. Cruz Perro Hunt. Archambault right wing. Archambault tripped and was fouled on his penetration. Like he slipped more than anything. Crowd does not like it. Two free throws. They called Dallin Hall for the foul. Uh, he just fell. Terrible call. Dallin can't believe it. In the NBA, you could challenge this, but not here. Mark Pope with his hands up raised. And that's a huge call in a seven-point game. Because that's a turnover. You go down, you can cut it to four. Free throw good by Mason Archambault. His first free throw of the day. Four points for Archambault. Two shots the rest of the way for the Yokes. 65-57. It's eight. It's eight. It stays. Noah grabs the rebound off the free throw miss from Archambault. 65-57. Two minutes even to play. Hall, three-point land left. Cut off at the junction, gives to Rudy. Rudy sees it deflected out of bounds. Cooks need this call to stay their way, and it will. So 152, and timeout taken. Are you going to look at this By Peterson. Yeah, final two minutes. South Dakota didn't argue the call, so I think they hit it. The question is, then did... Now he wants, Coach Peterson wants it looked at 
on the sideline. They're going to take a look at it. I, I mean, the player didn't seem to say, oh, it was off BYU. Let's take a look at it on the big screen here. Certainly gets knocked away. The question is, you know, is the motion from Rudy as he's kind of swinging through to go baseline, Did that did, was that the last touch? But clearly hit by South Dakota. When trying to come back from down 21 in the second half, as BYU was doing, it really hurts to have a play that appeared to be going BYU's way go the other way, and that was that phantom foul called a moment ago. Yeah, really critical call there, and you just have to be better as an official. Clearly, the player was out of control, falling down. Dallin, if anything, it was getting out of the way, and there was minimal contact, and it was already after the player had was falling to the ground. Randy McCall is uh, working the dial at the scorer's table on the video replay system. Trying to see if they can determine who touched last. The ruling on the floor was off South Dakota BYU basketball with 1.52 remaining. 65-57. BYU's down 8. The Cougars trail by as many as 21 here in the second half. But it was a scoring run of 11-0. It brought BYU to within single digits at 60-51. to 51. That was a nine-point game there. It got to seven at 64-57. Now it's eight on the Archambault free throw make of a moment ago. And so many, so many lengthy scores table official video review delays today. Now the one view that we saw on the board here was somewhat inconclusive. They may have multiple views that they're looking at. Of course, the call was made that it was BYU ball, so they're going to need to see something that tells them otherwise. So the review is concluded, and now the officials are conversing near the timeline, and they give it to South Dakota. They say BYU touched last. So Randy McCall, Jeff Wooten, and Justin Shamian did their review, and after their due diligence, give the ball to the other team. Well, one call was clearly wrong, but maybe they had enough to see that one, so we can't say that was wrong. But two tough calls going against BYU right after that. Right right in a row. BYU in that full-court press has been very effective, but can't get the buckets. South Dakota's best win this year is Lipscomb, which is ranked 162 in Ken Palm. And BYU's a top 70 team in Ken Palm. And BYU's called for a foul. Another call that displeases the BYU faithful here at Divint Arena. And the uh, Coyotes can make it a double-digit game again at the free-throw line. We have 1.43 to go. The foul's given to Rudy Williams. Went for the block shot of Cruz Perro Hunt. And Perro Hunt will now go to the stripe. Looking for a new career high in scoring. He's at 24. His high is 25. And he ties it there. So with a free throw, Cruz Perro Hunt can set a new all-time high. I feel like we say career high a lot in games. <laughs> Opponents send, tend to get hot on the right day for them, the wrong day for BYU. As it's two for two and never before until today as Cruz Perro Hunt scored as many as 26 points in the game. He's got 26, 10-point game, 67-57, and 135 to go. And a foul by, not a good foul by Damon, Damani Hayes. It'll send Dallin Hall to the free throw line. 
Well, maybe not a terrible as Dallas missed two in a row. And on the year, not a good number for Hall. Dallin came into today 6 of 13. And now he's 9 of 20 on the season. So under 50% from the free throw line on 20 attempts. And that's a make for Dallin. Now 10 for 21. BYU within 9. 67 58, 136 to play. You likely will go for the steal. I think I think you start fouling now. You play super aggressive, try and get a steal, and then if not foul. I... Two for two. 67-59. The deficit eight. And 135 remaining. Plitzel White and Burchill in backcourt. They try the trap, but the pass got ahead to Archambault just in time. Now left wing Burchill. Burchill reaching in his hall. The pass goes into Plitzel White. Out to Archambault. Burchill, Plitzel White. Plitzel, Plitzel White. Mm. Knocks over Dallin Hall's call for the offensive foul. So BYU on the turnover. Turnover number... 20 for South Dakota on this day. Has the bas- the basketball with 119 to go, down eight. Quick three could get, make it very interesting again. I mean, BYU's kind of had some moments where you're like, yeah, they got a chance here, and they get a three here. You got a chance. Dallin Hall lets it roll into front court. Dallin picks it up on the jazz note at center court. Richie. Richie for three. Is this it? No. Offensive rebound. Foose, though, goes back up. Passes out of it to Rudy for three. Got it! <laughs> Rudy Williams and BYU calls timeout in a five-point game. 108 to go. Rudy Williams off of an offensive rebound from Foose. The reset in the corner. It's a Mountain America Credit Union three for Rudy and Williams leading BYU with 18 on the day. His sixth consecutive double-figure scoring game brings BYU to within five. The Cougs trailed by 21. So eight days ago, the Cougs were down 23, came back to win. Here they were down 21 and come back to make it five. And again, this is going to be the BYU team we see this year. They're going to get down and off time's big, but find a way to somehow stay in the game as they've done today. 67-62. South Dakota, and if just a couple of those first half threes would go down for BYU, we would never be in the situation the Cougars find themselves now. But it was that very, very difficult first half, one for 14 from three, that put the Cougs down big by 15 at the break, down 21 in the second half, and now make it a five-point game and still time. 108 to go. A lot of what-ifs if uh, BYU doesn't get this, but there's a big what-if right now. What if BYU can turn the ball over here on South Dakota and go down and score again? I mean, you're, you, you've got time to not have to foul, to play good defense on a possession, and then get a stop and go down and score. And South Dakota's turnover number up to 20. And the points off of turnovers, BYU plus 5, it's 17-12. to 12. Max Burchill will be the trigger man. On the BYU baseline. The Yotes are 94 away. Walking the line is Burchill. Into Cruz Perro Hunt. On a career high 26 today. Perro Hunt in backcourt to Burchill at the timeline. Burchill. Left corner Camateros. They beat it in the front court. Now the clock at 55. And the Cougs want to play out the possession. It looks like 15 second shot clock. You don't want to foul now. 
Perro Hunt near the timeline. Richie reaching, but you don't want to foul. Down to seven and six on the shot clock. Down to five for Camateros. Back to Plitza White for three. It's an air ball and out of bounds off of the rim. Barely t- no, didn't touch the rim. It goes right out of bounds. They so, wanted to argue that Noah touched it. He was being well, held. They could either could have even called a foul. On yeah. Burchill, he went. He, he jumped on Noah's back. So how does Burchill not get called for fouling? Waterman, which would have been BYU two shots the other way, and when they look at this, on the, what are they going to now? I don't know that you can review a foul. Maybe you see who would went out of bounds. Trying to see if, if anyone, if, touched, if anyone it. touched it. Yeah. So this game taking forever to play, thanks to delay after delay on a monitor review. Well, I think this was going to BYU. I don't think they're going to reverse this one. So BYU got to stop. Now you go down. You don't need a three, you know, two or three, but then you'll have to foul because it'll be under 30. So the Plitza White three attempt looked to be a straight air ball. And then as, as, blocked, as, as Waterman was shielding on the baseline to let the ball go out of bounds, he's being fouled by Burchill. No call there. But then the question is, did anybody touch it on the end line before it went out? And that's what they're looking at now. Man, I'd hate to have to look at this replay over and over if I'm an official seeing a guy jump on someone's back and you know, they you don't call, call a foul. You can say that that's glaring. So you you better give this to BYU if there's any question because that was an egregious foul and that was before the ball went out of bounds. That before it landed, he was getting jumped on. Crowd, crowd might riot if. They don't give this to BYU. Yeah, it's going to be BYU ball. So both teams huddling. Cougar basketball with 38.9 to go. They need an immediate make of a two or three. And then a foul if you don't grab a steal on the inbounds. And make the Yotes earn it at the free throw line. 67-62. The Cougs played the clock out and got the miss. But a lot of time goes off. A full shot clock went off, essentially. The Yotes didn't score. But they drained precious time off the clock. And now comes Dallin Hall from back to front. Dallin straight away. 30 feet away. Right-hand dribble to the right wing. Lost it between his legs for a moment. Got it back. Hands off Rudy. Rudy top of the key with 25 seconds to go. Deep three. Front rim. Offensive rebound. Foose a strip and a foul. Foose will get free throws. Two free throws. Team foul number 10. Double bonus both ways. So BYU can make it a one-possession game with 23.2 to play. If Foose makes two, it's a three-point game. You go for the steal, don't get it. You foul immediately and make the Yotes go to the free-throw line. Here we go. 67-62. South Dakota leading BYU. The Cougs had one lead in this game at 8-7. It's been South Dakota almost all the way today. Foose free-throw good. 67-63. Traore with 11. His first field goal try of the game comes in the final minute of the game. South Dakota 4 for 10 from deep from a, uh, after a blistering first half. Foose makes it both. It's a one-point game. 67-64. And teams off the bench. Will there be a timeout? No, only a substitution. So Burchill in for Hayes, and here it is. You go for the steal. 23.2 to go. You don't get it. You foul immediately. One possession game. BYU was down 21 here in the second half. Don't want to foul Perot. 67-64. Running the end line is Burchill, and we have a whistle before the ball could come in, and what do we have now? Brandy McCall back to the scorer's table. Another video look. What is going on? This game has just been stoppage after stoppage after stoppage in the second half for official reviews. 
what, what, what could they be looking at? The Jazz are going to want to come in and warm up at some point. These yeah, this, game, this, is gonna, this is going to tighten things up in the uh, postgame turnaround for sure. 23.2 remaining. It's a one-possession game, 67-64. And the pace of this game is slowed to a halt. Long game. And a substitution issue is now they're bringing back in Bruns. He was on the bench. And they'll take out Burchill. So it's a substitution issue. 23.2 to go. And Cruz Perro Hunt will be running the end line for the Coyotes. Skips to his right, back to his left, into Archambault. Oh, wow. Archambault, it doubled in backcourt, and now the foul comes, we think. Archambault. Or they call timeout. Oh. Time is called, no foul. So South Dakota got the ball in, down to 20 on the clock, and timeout was called. Shot clock off, one possession game. And South Dakota will be inbounding after a 30-second timeout called by Eric Peterson. South Dakota 67, BYU 64. And South Dakota calling South Dakota calling timeout after BYU pressure in the backcourt. Well, what a, what a comeback again for BYU. They're down 20 in this half, Greg. Now just down, down 21. 21, sorry. Um, and, and they're back in it, man. Like, this team's got to find a way for more consistent effort so you're not finding yourselves in these situations where you have to make these dramatic comebacks. You know, and I often wonder, even when the game's not so tight, if they just press a little more. The press oh, has been absolutely. really effective. They need to do that more. I, I, some we can talk to Coach Pope about, but it, it changes this team when they're pressing. So an inbound on the baseline again, and again, Cruz Perro Hunt. Everyone in the backcourt right now for both teams. The South Dakota backcourt. Count at three into Plitzawhite. Plitzawhite is bumped. On the hip by Dallin Hall. The double team in the backcourt. Shouldn't have been a foul call. They weren't trying to foul. Dallin had his hands up. We'll see if he bumps him. But the official looking for any little bit of contact. And they call the thigh, the right thigh of Dallin Hall, cutting off the progress of A.J. Plitzawhite. But Plitzawhite is 0 for 2 at the line. He's missed two front ends. He doesn't have to miss both, but that certainly would be optimal. Two free throws and a make. BYU does have time to go down to get a shot and then foul again, but that, that's going to cut it close. That's a huge free throw for A.J. Plitzawhite, and it makes it a four-point contest with 18.2 to play. BYU's lineup, Williams, Hall, Saunders, Waterman, Traore. 68-64 is our score. South Dakota's led for almost 36 of the game's 39 minutes. And two fast. for two for Plitzawhite. It's a five-point game, 69-64. Dallin Hall racing into front court. 15 seconds to play. Dallin to the right junction, to the rim. Layup, good! And one, a chance for a three-point play. It's 69-66. A free throw can make it two. With 11.8 to go, you foul. And, and then a one-on-one is all it takes. Yep, you all just need one miss at that point, and you'll have a three at the buzzer. So Dallin Hall, down the lane, takes the bump from Plitzawhite. He's got four. Perro Hunt's got four. Both teams double bonus. But this is a shooting foul and a chance for a three-point play for Dallin Hall. If they just let him go to the rim and score. Yeah. Big mistake there yeah. to bail him out. Not bail him out, but to foul there to give him a chance. BYU just going for the two, and then they might get the three anyway. 
Dallin Hall relaces his blue and white Nikes. Steps to the line to make it a two-point game. Cougars down 21 at one point. Down three, 69-66, and the free throw missed. Knocked around. That might be off South Dakota. It is. It is. Out of bounds. And so the Cougs now off a free throw miss. And a failed rebound secured by South Dakota are a three-pointer away from getting this game to overtime, perhaps, with 9.6 to go. And again, they'll come to the monitor. Again, they'll look to see who touched it. Again, they'll look for time on the clock. And we delay again here in downtown Salt Lake City. 69-66. Dallin Hall misses the free throw. But South Dakota could not find the rebound. Dallin's 5-for-8 at the line today. No one's taken more free throws than Dallin Hall. And again, Randy McCall working the dial. Goes back to the monitor. Whoa. Take a, take a breath, Cougar fans. Uh, it, it looked to me like it was knocked off of South Dakota. And really, I don't think another BYU player was kind of hitting at it either. So this should be a pretty quick review from what I could see. Again, we're up at concourse level. And if that is the case, BYU will have a three-pointer to tie, to tie this game. game and go and possibly go to overtime. Incredible. If you put Jackson Robinson back in, you got Noah in. I don't know that you know you want Rudy Williams, maybe one of those guys shooting the three. Richie has not been great from three this half. Dallin is a little hit and miss from three. So we'll see what Coach Pope dials up here. If if BYU does in fact have the basketball, they're taking some time to look at it. They are the comeback Cougs, the cardiac Cougs, doing it again, trailing by as many as 21 in the second half and getting it to a one possession game in the closing seconds not seeing any replays here on the big screen and so it's just wait for the officials to make their decision it was two 20 point deficits and one 21 point disadvantage before BYU rallied from 60 to 39 the game got to 60 51 it was a 12 nothing BYU run yeah when was 60 to 39 I mean it was pretty late in that well 10 minutes yeah 10 yeah. minutes to go I mean that's not like it what what, the, what it was at halftime that was 10 minutes so BYU came back from down 23 to beat Dayton in overtime but that 23 point deficit came midway through the first half yeah, six minutes you're down, in the you're first down half. 21 with 10 minutes to go in the game to rally the way the Cougars have is remarkable. Since going down 60-39, to 39, BYU's outscored South Dakota 27-9. to 27-9 is the run here in the tw- final 10 minutes of play, and we still stay delayed here. This They're is still looking at the ridiculous. monitor. I mean, you got to do something about this. It's destroying a, a fantastic game just with these five-minute pauses to watch officials look at replays. It's going to be a two-and-a-half-hour game. I mean, normally the games are two hours, if that. And and so many delays to go to the monitor and look at the video. It's over and over and over again today. Listen, if it's not clear, then it's BYU ball. That's what they called. If it's that close, let's let's go. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, your commentary tandem. Jason Shepard, our studio host. This keeps uh, going much longer. Uh, David Locke and Ron Booner are going to be tapping on our shoulders here. Where we're in their seats for the uh, BYU game. They've got a game to call against Portland, uh, between Portland and the Jazz tonight here in this building.
Well, if BYU does get it, I think you want to shoot quickly to have you have multiple opportunities off the off the inbounds. Try and get a catch and shoot. Then, if you miss, get a rebound, kick it back out again. You don't want to waste any time. If you if you use a couple passes and dribbles, you're only going to get one shot. Five Cougs have made threes today. Noah two for five. Rudy Williams two for eight. Dallin Hall one for two. Jackson Robinson one of five. Gideon George one of six. Gideon BYU ball is fouled out, and it stays BYU basketball. So here it is. You're drawing up the play with now 10.8 to go. So they wanted to see who's an off of and how much time. So 10.8 remaining. BYU. Playing for a three to tie the game and maybe get this game to overtime. Waterman, good shooter, tall, can get it over a defender. Rudy, far sideline. 69-66, Cougs down three. Gets it into Noah. Noah holds it high back to Rudy with eight and seven. He's fouled out front. That's probably a good foul. That's two free throws for Rudy. So they never get the, sh- the, the, the three off as Bruns fouls. And so Rudy to the line for two. Both teams shoot two the rest of the way. Stays a three-point game, 69-66. Rudy on the free-throw line today is six for six. And is his be- he's best BYU's best percentage free-throw shooter among guys with significant enough attempts. 80% on the year coming in two today. And now six for six on this day. BYU down three. Rudy shoots two. And makes the first. Nails. <laughs> Silence in the Vivint Arena. BYU could make this a one-point game after being down 21 with 10 minutes to play. Like really crash these boards again in case you miss. If he makes it, you got to try and get a steal, but then foul quickly. 69-67. BYU within two. This to make it one. Rudy bounces it, spins it, bends the knees, releases it, and scores again. Eight for eight, one-point game. 69-68. BYU on a 29-9 run since going down 21. 7.5 on the clock. It's a one-point game. South Dakota inbounds. Beneath the BYU basket. On the end line, Burchill. To his right, to his left. Into Bruns. Bruns on the, on the floor. Travel, travel. Did he travel? The call is a foul knocking from Bruns to the ground. Randy McCall from the farthest away. He's on the far sideline. And he blows the whistle. He got two officials within five feet. He's on the floor. Wow. If it's on Trey Stewart, and it is, he's done. So George and Stewart both foul out. And now it is two shots the other way with 6.4 to play. Paul Bruns, who's not missed a free throw today and is 92% on the year, goes to the free throw line. These are different. These are different. And let's see if Bruns has the medal to knock these down. BYU, regardless, will have six seconds to go down and score. It's a miss! miss! Before that miss, he was 15 for 16 on the year. Uh, Paul Bruns misses a free throw, and BYU's going to have a shot. 6.4 to go. It's South Dakota 69 and BYU 68. The good thing about that, now, now South Dakota can't foul to avoid a three. BYU will be able to get a shot. 6.4 to go. Everyone on their feet here at Divin Arena. It's a 29-9 run to make it one. 69-68. The free throw. Two misses. Boost the rebound to Rudy. Rudy with four and with three, with two for the win. Oh, he missed it. It's an air ball wide. And South Dakota by one. The Yotes win it 69-68. BYU did not need a three. It was a three that Rudy took. And it misses in the closing second. 
the Yotes win it. Post game recap next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final score is the South Dakota 69 and BYU 68. BYU led only one time on this day. The lead came at 8-7. to seven, And then BYU down one after getting Paul Bruns, a 98% free throw shooter, to miss two free throws in the closing seconds of the game. A chance to win it, but a Rudy Williams three uh, misses, and BYU falls 69-68. Let's get you some uh, post-game numbers of note. Uh, shooting percentages. We'll go with uh, South Dakota shooting on the day. Uh, 42% from the field, 52 from the three-point line, 71 from the stripe. BYU shoots 34, 21, and 83, uh, 83% respectively. So BYU significantly outshot from the field and the arc, uh, did outshoot the Yotes at the free-throw line. BYU out-rebounded South Dakota 40-38. to 38. BYU 14 assists on 21 makes. South Dakota 13 assists on 20 makes. Only 20 made field goals. South Dakota, for the game, had eight two-point field goals. 12 threes as they hold on to win it by one. Individual numbers are Rudy Williams, a new BYU high 20 for him. Dallin Hall 14 and for Dallin that's a new career high. 20 points for Fuseni Traore. Double-double for Fus. Uh, now 12 and 11 today. 12 points, 11 rebounds. BYU falls to 8 and 4 when Fus has a double-double. That was his 12th of his career today. Other scores? 6 for Noah Waterman, 7 for Gideon George before fouling out. Richie Saunders, 4. Jackson Robinson, 3. Trey Stewart, 2, putting you at 68. South Dakota, 69, coming on 26. New career high from Cruz Perro Hunt. Paul Bruns at 15. Two huge free throw misses from a guy that was 15 of 16 before those misses. Kept BYU in the game, and the Cougars could not find a way to hit the shot at the end. Bruns ends up uh, 15 on the day. Uh, 9 for Camateros, 5s for Hayes, Plitzawhite, and Carcona. Archambault had 4. Turnovers. Uh, South Dakota 20 to BYU's 14 points off of turnovers. BYU ended up plus 5, 17 to 12. Second chance points. BYU 17 to 3 on 20 offensive, uh, 17 to 3 on 12 offensive rebounds. Bench points to BYU plus 10, 20 to 10. Paint points to BYU plus 18, 28 to 10. Fast break to BYU plus 2 at 9 to 7. There were f- three ties and four lead changes. They all came early. South Dakota led for more than 36 of the game's 40 minutes. Let's get to our Waystar star of the game and our data discovery of the game. First of all, our Waystar star of the game. It is brought to you by Waystar. Waystar, simplifying health care payments. Learn more at waystar.com. And uh, Rudy Williams, uh, 20 points to go along with uh, three assists. He was 8 for 8 at the free throw line. Uh, Rudy had a tough percentage day, 5 for 13, but uh, was active and uh, led BYU in scoring today. So Rudy with uh, 20, the Waystar star of the game. First 20-point game as a Cook. Now for the uh, New Skin Data Discovery of the Game. It is brought to you by New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Mark, what do you see in the box score? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously three-point shot was a big in this game. South Dakota took ten fewer threes than BYU and made five more, and uh, that that was the difference. They were able to knock down that three at a high level, especially early. Missed a lot late, but it was uh, too late for the Cougars. All right, post-game recap is in the books. We'll now have Cougar post-game live with Jason Shepard coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.